Hello there. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. Hope everybody is having a fantastic day outside. I can't believe the weather. It's It's been amazing for the last few days. Great to get those leaves all piled up because uh, any day it's pickup time. And I think at that moment, we'll start getting some more winterized weather. But we'll wait and see. Anyway, today I want to introduce someone who's really played a big impact in the city of Mississauga and what's going on in the business community. You know, Mississauga has experienced so much growth over the last few years, and certainly, you know, with the help and assistance of a very strong business community, does strive and help the economy to move forward. So the Mississauga Board of Trade made a tremendous impact. And having said that, today I would like to introduce Sheldon Lieba, who is the president and the CEO of the Mississauga Board of Trade, which is also known as MBOT. So, Sheldon, I'd love to welcome you to the Condo Expert. Well, thank you, Lynn. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, you know, you're doing so many great things in the community. I mean, just, you know, the presence. I mean, how long has MBOT been? You know, when did it start? I know it's a nonprofit association, so maybe you can give us some history about Again, it's a pleasure to be here with you to talk about my favorite subject, the Mississauga Board of Trade. Every community has a local business association. It'll either be called a Board of Trade or a Chamber of Commerce. And they all have a similar role in helping to bring the business community together, to help elevate businesses individually, collectively, and also to be a voice for business on policy issues at all levels of government that impact business. The Mississauga Board of Trade formed shortly after the city of Mississauga became a city. In our history, there are evidence of business associations that existed, you know, Cooksville Chamber of Commerce, Lauren Park Chamber of Commerce. But in the early 70s, when the city of Mississauga became an amalgamated city, the business community at that time deemed that uh, it was best to create one large chamber of commerce or board of trade called the Mississauga Board of Trade. So In our current name, we've been in existence since 1976. Uh, In other communities, their boards of trades and chambers of commerce have much much longer history, but it has been a very active and vibrant organization. In the early years when uh, when we became established, the city of Mississauga was uh, really on the cusp of significant growth, starting to attract a lot more prominent businesses to our community. And so the business leaders at that time saw the need to create a board of trade that would then have influence over some of the the planning and policy decisions at the city, but also to uh, have also influence in helping to shape the type of business community that, uh, that we have today. Well, you know, that's exactly what's really important in any community because, you know, the city of Mississauga has grown so tremendously. I think we're like at about 750,000 to 800,000 people now. You know, without having a good presence of a business community with inside a city, it makes it really difficult because people need amenities and services and trades and whatnot. So, you know, knowing I've lived actually in Mississauga since 1976, you know, I can reflect back on all that growth and certainly the communities that you were talking about. So the fact that it was all amalgamated, oh, that just creates such a strong voice. And I think, you know, Sheldon, that's what's important, isn't it? Especially when you're trying to deal with political positions within inside the city, whether it's the municipal or the MPPs on the provincial side or the federal side. I think on the business community, you have to have that kind of strength and recognition. You have to. It's impossible not to. Well, you know, being in business, 
can be very daunting. There's a lot of issues and challenges that you deal with in an ever-changing economic, political, global environment. And so it can be very lonely for, for a business executive or even more so an entrepreneur not being part of a network where you can learn and share and exchange with other peers, their, you know, other other businesses in the same industry, same size, other professionals uh, in the same profession as you, uh, but also when you're trying to impact your community and have a say on policy issues that impact your, your city, that impact business locally, provincially, globally, your voice is much stronger being part of a much larger collective of businesses that share the same issues and concerns. And, you know, the interesting thing, too, is that you're a nonprofit and you're volunteer-driven. So I, I think the fact I have to pay tribute to anybody that volunteers for any nonprofits, to be quite honest with you, whether it is MBOT or any other, you know, different associations that are out there, because it takes a lot of time and energy and commitment and dedication. And, you know, without volunteers, a lot of times it makes it very difficult for nonprofits to move forward. That's a great point. You know, I've always said that the success of a community can be measured by its level of volunteerism. There's many community organizations, charitable organizations, community service organizations, not-for-profit organizations that play an invaluable role in helping to improve the quality of life in our community. And all those organizations are highly dependent on the active engagement, support, and contributions of volunteers. And our Board of Trade really is is no different. We are governed by a volunteer board of directors. We have about a dozen committees that are all supported by volunteers. At the end of the day, we are a volunteer-driven organization, although we're a very active organization with over 70 events a year. We only have a small staff, about eight and a half, at the Board of Trade office. So a lot of the ideas, the work, uh, the initiatives that we develop are really driven by the volunteers. Well, last week you had a fantastic political appreciation with all the different politicians that arrived. I know I was there myself, and that was a really great event. You know, and it looked like it was sponsored by one of your businesses that is involved with MBOT. Yeah, so, you know, as I shared, policy advocacy is an important role for our Board of Trade, again, to have influence over political decision makers, government officials, that influence policies that impact business. And so we spend a lot of time engaging and communicating with our elected officials, our mayor, city councillors, our MPs, our MPPs. And you know, one of the initiatives that we, uh, that we have every year is our annual politicians appreciation, where we do invite our local politicians to come out. It's an opportunity for our business members to be able to network and meet political leaders firsthand. I think last week we probably had uh, over a dozen elected officials from all levels of government, as well as a number of, uh, of uh, government officials at, at the city level. And so it's an important gesture from the business community to our political leaders that we, you know, we share the same objectives of trying to create uh, economic prosperity in, in our city, a city that has a high quality of life. And so we find that we actually share a lot more in common uh, with our government officials, then we do have differences. And where we do have differences, we've got the rapport to be able to communicate it in a very constructive way. Well, you want to hear something really funny. This, this is great. <laughs> it really is. It's such a pleasure having you on the show. You know, at the appreciation event, I actually sat down and I was talking to Mayor Hazel for probably a good 10 minutes. 
And uh, what we were talking about was China, because, of course, she's been to China several, several times and, uh, you know, been involved in a lot of different policy discussions and and so on. And, And certainly, I guess, looking at things of what's happening in China. And, you know, it's always important for any political presence anywhere around the country to learn different things that are happening in different countries. And well, why would I relate so much to China? Well, as you know, my husband and I, we were in, um, we actually were in the excursion that MBOT put together for China. And so we spent 10 days with 51 other people through the Mississauga Board of Trade and uh, the different travel excursions that you arrange. And I got to tell you, we had a phenomenal time. It was so nice to sit there and talk with her because everything that she was talking about, I could totally relate to, whether Beijing and Shanghai and uh, absolutely amazing. You know, it was great, great. And, and I know you have another one coming up too. Well, you know what? That, that's the reason why we do these trips. And for the listeners to understand a little bit more of what we're talking about, you know, about a year and a half, we launched what we call Chamber Travel. And these are group travel opportunities, business people in our community, members, but also just members of the public who wish to participate. Of course, members get a discounted rate to join us on these global familiarization trips. We're going to emerging economies. We've been to, to China and India. Got upcoming trips to UAE and Turkey. And these are not trade missions. These are opportunities for business people or you know public from Mississauga to go and see and experience these foreign jurisdictions firsthand. You know, for some people, there is a business motivation, either because they're looking at doing business in some of these foreign jurisdictions where there's great opportunities. They may have clients that are doing business in these jurisdictions, and they just want to go and see and experience it uh, firsthand. Uh, For many, it's just a, a great value travel opportunity. And of course, you're traveling with great quality people because it's your peers from the business community within Mississauga. And so over the last year and a half, between the three trips that we've had to China, we've had over 170 travelers. And now, you, you know, you as a traveler can come back and speak to your clients that may be Chinese or others firsthand about China. So it's a great educational opportunity. Also think that there's an important cultural awareness, diversity awareness component, because you learn to have a much more greater appreciation uh, for these cultures once you've gone there. And now you can come back and better relate to your clients, your peers, your employees, your colleagues that may be from these cultures. And so I'm really uh, glad that you had had a great time. As you mentioned, we do have uh, upcoming trips at the end of January. We've got a trip going to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Lots of exciting things happening in the UAE. People will be blown away by the level of economic activity, but it really is the world's most luxurious playground. You know, the the nicest, the biggest, the fastest, the longest of everything in the world is happening in the UAE. And uh, we're offering this opportunity for Mississauga residents and business people to come join us on this trip. In May, we have a similar trip going to uh, to Turkey. So all this information is on our website at www.mbot.com. And, uh, you know, if someone is interested in participating, we do have information sessions where we can tell you a lot more about these trips. But uh, just give us a call. Absolutely. Now, I hope everybody out there has that. It's uh, www.mbot.com because speaking from having experienced the trip, I will tell you that Derek and I, when we came back, you know, aside from traveling 431 kilometers an hour to be on the the magnet train, which was downright insane. I mean, we're on this train and everybody's holding their iPhones up because rather than looking at the scenery, which is a blur, 
You can't see the oncoming train because all you feel is a thump when the thing passes you. It's faster than mm-hmm. the naked eye. So everybody, this is hilarious. Everybody in the car, in the train, we had our iPhones on the uh, odometer there to see what the speed was. Now we're counting it down. Okay, like we're 100, 150, 200, 250, 400 is like, oh my God, it's 410, it's 431. Yay, everyone's clapping. It was it was the most unbelievable experience. But well, you, well, your trip there covered, was so many of them. Well, yeah. your trip covered yes. 11 days, four different cities. Oh, I know. It's and unreal. all the major sites and tours and attractions that you would probably want to see in China. Oh. And there's probably no better way to do this type of trip than what we have offered because it's all prearranged. You know, you just need to pay your money, show up at the airport, and the rest is looked after. Your flight, your accommodations, your tours, your tour guides, all your entrance fees, all your meals. And I think, you know, the trip was only $2,300 all in. It was unbelievable. I mean, the cost, the, the everything. The, the tour guides were amazing. The bus was like top coach. We're not talking about school buses here, everybody, okay? We're talking about high you know, like, I guess, Greyhound buses type of thing and comfortable seating. And there is traffic jams out there. So that was kind of interesting. But certainly between seeing all the uh, the different heritage, I guess, of Beijing and climbing the Great Wall, honestly, yeah, absolutely. We would endorse it 100%. I actually did send a testimonial over to Amanda. And Great, thank uh, you. yeah, so, oh, without a doubt. So this will be an ongoing yes. program of the Board of Trade. It's part of our international business initiative to expose members of our community, our business community to these foreign jurisdictions. We're hoping that for many, it may stimulate some business interests. Uh, if not, certainly, you know, the cultural diversity awareness component is, is important. We live in a very multicultural community. 50% of Mississauga residents were not born in Canada. And so the people that we're dealing with every day as clients, as colleagues, as peers, come from many diverse cultures. So why not uh, have a better way to to understand these folks than to go and visit these jurisdictions and learn firsthand? Exactly. And now everybody knows why I had such a wonderful one-on-one conversation about China with Mayor Hazel McCallion. If I hadn't had those experiences, I wouldn't have been able to reflect the same type of experiences with one another. And that's what's important, isn't it, Sheldon? I mean, it's important to, you know, you can read and yes, you can go on the internet and you can learn, you can watch YouTube, you can look at videos and everything else, but there is nothing greater than actual personal experiences when it comes to travel and certainly in so many intriguing, interesting parts of the world. And the world's becoming increasingly globalized and integrated economically, socially, politically. And so a lot of the discussions that we're having, you know, around our dinner table, at the boardroom table, often have a global element to it. And so, you know, it's important for us to be integrated into that increasingly globalized world that we live in. Oh, without a doubt. I think it's wonderful. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert. Today, I'm speaking with Sheldon Liba, who is the president and CEO of the Mississauga Board of Trade. Hang tight and we'll be right back. 